Hello, Luke. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles, everyone. Yes, welcome. I remembered the name of our podcast this time. That was good. Did you forget? Yeah, last week I forgot. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so I was listening to our Ice Age podcast, and I think it was the same in our Chicken Run one. Although the sound quality is better doing it through the Anchor app, I've noticed that there's like a sound delay sometimes. Hey, yeah. So it sounds like we're really interrupting each other or talking over each other, but we're not. We're hey. l- like, I don't know what what has happened. Like, but there's like one bit. Like when I revealed to you that it was Don Bluth that was gonna. Um, direct ice age i say it was and you go oh my god was it and i go don bluth <laughs> no way <laughs> so, time. so i think we got to try like really hard to like pause before okay. we jump in but, okay. <laughs> but just so everybody's aware that's what's going on we're not just being really rude to each other um, <laughs> oh my god yeah. was it was it before I'd even answered before I'd even <laughs> told you um, so uh, obviously last week we discussed um, Ice Age yes the greatest was... film of all time <laughs> a great film probably yeah. I mean the third greatest film we've reviewed so far true I guess you could say it scored pretty high didn't it it did um, so let's see what we're going to get this week let's <laughs> it's it's so close. Do you think? No. <laughs> so this week we watched um what's it called? O- open season. <laughs> open season by Sony Pictures Animation. Yes. Now very quickly before we jump too much in, what did you think, Luke? Um I I'm struggling with what to think, to be fair, (laughs) because I didn't like come away being like, I hate it, Mm -hmm. but I didn't come away being like, oh my God, that was good. Like, I feel like it tried really hard, but missed a lot. Um, yeah. And I felt like it wasn't the most original thing I've ever seen. It felt no. very done before. Oh, it felt, I felt the same, yeah. Yeah, you know, it wasn't very special. It didn't really stand on its own two feet a lot. And for your first movie in your studio, it didn't really leave much to be desired. No. Um, I feel like it's one of the... From from doing this series of podcasts and taking a closer look at di- animated films that aren't Disney, because often I spend too much time looking at Disney things, <laughs> um, it's, it's made me realise that there's a specific type of animated film I despise. Yeah. And this film falls into that category, right? right? Yeah. Um, and I believe that it's around this time. So this, this film came out in 2006. Yeah. And I believe that it's around this time that those films started to surface. Right. Um, and the kind of animated film that I absolutely despise is the soulless, cheap, quickly made, let's stuff a couple of celebrities in there and then yep. just hope for the best yep. kind of animated film. Yeah. And I feel like this is definitely one of those. Definitely. It's one of those that like lacks the heart that like Ice Age had last week, for example. Yeah, for um, sure. So they just, they rely on very child heavy humour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just loads of gags throughout and that is about it yeah and it's, it's that kind of film interesting that you say about um you think you'd seen it all done before because i think i i have pinpointed three places i've seen open season before yeah um 
but maybe we should get into that in in story so true um before we start story let me give you a very quick history lesson on sony animation sony pictures animation whatever they bloody call it (laughs) (laughs) um so initially it was uh, sony image works and they were the special effects arm of sony so they did lots of the special effects in their in their films um they were going to sell that special effects arm uh, to be used by other other companies um but then somebody some executive in sony just saw something in the work they'd done on Stuart little too that he really liked and said actually i feel like this these guys could make animated movies um, you know so what? He... i can see where he's coming from because Stuart little too is a fantastic movie oh it's a brilliant movie but i think a lot of that might be to do with them um, the live action actors that interact yes. with Stuart Little. Yeah. Um, in 2002, then they scrapped the idea of selling it and started putting together Sony Animation Pictures. Sony Pictures Animation. I can't remember which way it goes, which way around it goes. No, just call it Sony. <laughs> so they started the Sony Animation branch of, of making animated films, and they started work on um, on uh, what's this film called? Open Season. Open season. <laughs> <Flipping> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> You forget the podcast one week, you forget the movie the next. <laughs> um, it actually took them three and a half years to make um, Open Season. Mm. Not sure why. No, I mean either, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's chicken run, is it? Let's no. Um, okay, so story, what do we think? What What happened? What happened? I don't really know. <laughs> On the whole, it's like a bear who is owned by a ranger woman yep for some reason he's her pet literal dog like has a bowl a bed yeah all that makes friends with a deer a stag i guess isn't he yeah (laughs) a buck Um, yeah that's what they refer to him as oh that's it so the, the buck elliot tries to persuade the bear that living outside is better than inside yep and then they have a real rompy adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the bear has to come to a conclusion whether he prefers life outside or inside, I guess, is the basic story. Yeah, and, and basic, it, is, basic. it is a very basic story. And, and um, one of the biggest story beats in the whole thing for me, and one of the most um, kind of, the, the only way they kind of actually put any kind of emotional pull into it is the relationship between Boog, the bear, Boog. Yeah. and Beth, his yeah. ranger lady, yeah. um, and her having to leave him in the forest and everything. And I was thinking as I was watching that, I've seen this before, and I've seen this done much better before, yeah. and I realised it was Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound, yep. I thought the same. Um, so there was, a, there was a lot of Fox and the Hound in there as well. Um, yeah. the, other, the other thing, the other sort of story element that I'd seen done before was the relationship between um, this annoying, little, scruffy, ugly... Uh, hoofed weirdo and this big supposedly scary man that doesn't want anything to do with him but keeps getting followed by him and eventually becomes his friend yeah i've seen that before done much better in shrek yeah um so yeah to me they were the the two the two best parts of its story and neither of them were original original <laughs> yeah i feel that i actually funny you say that because i wrote in my notes that one of the nicest scenes of the film was the girl dropping boog off mm-hmm. in into the um 
the wild uh, and it was very nicely done but like you say when it's been done better it loses its effect it does for sure it was also i think my favorite bit of the film was when she came back and he decided yes. he wanted to to stay yeah um, i think that for me was was the very best bit of the film i wrote that here as well i said the ending was good um but to me i wish more personal stuff happened in the film for me to feel it a bit more for sure um you know like in ice age so ice age last week is a really good example of blending that funny with the heart and the soul um so those scenes we mentioned like when manny the mammoth looks at all the cave drawings and stuff Mm. like we needed a scene like that in here of boog really thinking back to how much he liked life beforehand yeah to get a little bit of heart in there and for that ending to really pack a punch a bit more yeah for sure Uh, but i also there was a scene where um boog ended up in shaw's house and shaw was like the hunter villain character Mm. um and i quite like that scene because i felt like it was the only scene in the film that had some intensity to it yeah i would agree agree. um so they were my three favorite bits was her dropping him off him ending up in the hunter's house and then him saying goodbye to her at the end yeah i thought were the three highlights yeah i would probably agree with you there everything in between was a bit Nah. so do you have any any background information regarding the story or did you struggle to not a lot anything? there's not a lot but it, no. it the idea um was was oh god sorry i just had a stroke the person who came up with the idea was called steve moore right um who i think has done animated stuff previously right. um but i'm not 100 sure don't quote me on it um and he pitched it to Sony people, and apparently they loved it so much the film immediately went into production. Okay. So his pitch must have been really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would you give it for story out of 10? Out of 10? I think I'd give it a 5, maybe. I think it was like... Like, we said, I've managed to pick three good things that I liked from it. Although they have been done before, they were good things still. Mm. Um, but it didn't blow me away or anything, so I'll give it like a five. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I pretty much agree, except for the fact that the fact the the fact that the only bits I really enjoyed were so unoriginal. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit harsher and give it a four. Yeah, I did consider four myself, but I'll be the nice one today. <laughs> you be you be good cop. I'll be bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so characters then. Characters, um, yeah. Um. It's got an okay cast in this film. It's actually got a quite good cast. Like, I mean, we'll talk about that first. Yeah. Yes. Like we've got Martin Lawrence, Ashton Kutcher, Patrick Warburton, or Warburton, yeah. I don't know how to say his name, Billy Connolly, and John Favreau are in here. Yeah, so I recognised um, Patrick Warburton and Billy Connolly. Absolutely. Immediately, because they've both got such iconic, iconic voices. Um, and I had no idea they were in the film until they started speaking, so they're both really nice surprises. Yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. Um, I couldn't catch John Favreau. Who was he? I couldn't catch him either. Apparently he's called Riley, but whoever the hell Riley is... <laughs> right, okay. So well done, you. John. That was a good job. Um, part of me wondered... I think he must have just been an animal, right? Like a beaver yeah. or something. Yeah. I really don't know. Um, I also noticed that um, the sausage dog is voiced by the same guys that voices the um, three little pigs in the Shrek movies. Ah, fun. There you go. That's a little one for you. Love that. So who was your favourite character? 
Um, okay, I've so two, I've got two. If I have to pick two, I really didn't like Elliot. Okay, I didn't like him. He really annoyed me. Yeah, I thought he was like a really pale imitation of Donkey, like yeah. a like a poor man's Donkey. Yeah, it, and it, like Ashton Kutcher is a lot less lovable to me than Eddie Murphy. Yeah, um, and I just didn't get along with Elliot at all. Yeah, um, Boog I liked a lot better. Yes, agreed. Um, but however, I think I liked Boog because. I know him, and I've realised where I know him from, and I've, I've realised what they've done. And I, like, I'm not, I'm not calling plagiarism, but I'm feeling plagiarism. Okay. Right? So I'm feeling they're like, we need Boog to be Baloo the Bear, but we can't make him too similar to the Disney Baloo the Bear because everyone will realise is Disney's Baloo the Bear. So what if we make him Baloo the Bear from the Jungle Cubs? Oh. And that is literally who Boog was. I literally expected him to go, take your sweet, sweet time at one point. Like, <laughs> genuinely, like the way he was like, hey, man, what's going on? And all of that. It's oh, my like, God. He literally was blue from the Jungle Cubs. Yeah, I kind of feel that. I didn't, I but now I do. In my head, I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. And I liked him because I like blue and I like that character. And then I was just like, they are exactly the same. That's so true. Um, but I think my favourite character actually was Beth. Yes, so she was one of mine. Because, um, yeah, she she bought the tiniest bit of heart and soul that this movie had. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, so I, gave, I give her big brownie points for that. That's why she was one of my favourites. But I also liked, apparently he was called Ian, which I didn't know, which is Patrick's character. Yes, um, Ian. Yeah, I noticed I, that. I loved his... Um, I think I just liked his character design. I thought he looked really cool. Yeah, he was one of the better looking um, characters. And yeah, I don't know if it's just because it was Patrick and I know him and he makes me <laughs> feel yeah, <maybe>. weirdly nostalgic <laughs> and stuff because of Crunk. But like, I enjoyed that character. They were definitely my two favourites. Yeah. Um, another thing, you know, we were talking about character designs. Yeah. And you know how I said that Sid last week was... His design's actually really unappealing, but it kind of works for his character. Anyway. Yeah. I feel the same about Elliot. Yes. But I don't like Elliot as much as, as Sid. Sid. No, so definitely not. It's kind of just... It sounds really harsh, and I'm really sorry to say it to anybody who does like open season, but I laughed once in the film. Did you? When? Yeah. Uh, and the only time I laughed was very near the beginning, was when Elliot threw bunnies at his window instead of stones. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> yeah. That was the yeah. only time I laughed, and the rest of the film I didn't laugh. Um, I, there was something that made me laugh, and I can't remember what it was. So it obviously wasn't that good. No. no. Um, so, yeah, but, but even though he was the only person who made me laugh, um, he still didn't make my top characters of the film unfortunately no um i'm struggling to see where three sequels is going to come out of these this is literally what i was just about to say it's it's weird that this is the route they went down but maybe they're an improvement (laughs) yeah maybe they are maybe maybe this is just the foundation yes maybe we find out a bit more about them and they become more appealing and cuter as the thing goes on i don't know yeah maybe well, maybe not. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll um, see. What, what are you going to score characters then? Um, I might be a bit harsh here and give it like a three. Okay. Because Beth was... <laughs> when you only have one really good character in a 
in a in a family film that's supposed to be filled with lovable characters, it's not the best. No, I agree. So um, I'm I'm going to be a little bit nicer than you this time. Hey. Four, um, just because I I do like Boog as well. Okay, um, even if I do feel like he was played right from Jungle Cops. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, anybody who's watched Open Season and can't remember Blue the Bear and Jungle Cups, just just YouTube. Jungle Cubs and just watch, watch any scene of him and it's literally the same character. That's so funny. I didn't make that connection but now you've pointed it out. Yeah, it's it's there. It. When we watch all the sequels now you're just going to think of Blue. <laughs> They're like Blue. <laughs> um, so the animation then. Okay. Um, um, it wasn't terrible animation it was it? It wasn't awful you know um, for a first one as well I know like it was later it was 2006 which is later than Toy Story and Ice Age which are the other CG films yeah. we've discussed so obviously it was going to look better but for a first movie um, the animation's not bad at all really it's the um, the the, uh, the the hair textures the fur textures I like mm-hmm. I thought they were good they were actually I've... an improvement on Ice Age's fur textures yeah I've written here that Boog was the best animated in the film for sure I, he, I completely agree. he looked like i kind of wanted to touch him and cuddle him a bit <laughs> so here's a little fact for you there were 1.6 million hairs animated onto boog right but there were 3.5 million hairs animated onto elliot which means elliot had more hair than boog that's crazy and the reason being is because boog's hair was longer so it could cover more of his body Therefore, he needed uh, less animated. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, makes sense. But yeah, he I, looked the best. He definitely did. The people looked pants. Yeah, they did. Def looked rubbish. Um, what's his name? Sean, mm-hmm. the baddie. He was. He, he looked gross. Yep. Maybe, I know he was supposed to, but he didn't look gross in the right way. No. Character design um, was very poor. Um, the best human was the sheriff, the, the Native American sheriff. Yes. Agreed. Um, the way he looked. I liked his design. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the character designs weren't great. Like I said, Ian was probably my favourite because I liked his structure as like a sassy stag. Yeah, um, and I liked his size as well. Like he could he could square up to a bear quite happily. Yeah, it was, he yeah. was really cool. Um, but even though the character designs weren't great, like the animation in terms of like how they moved and stuff, I thought it was all alright, to be fair. It was fine. Yeah. There's nothing terrible about no. it but again there was nothing to blow you away to blow you away and, and and what i love so much about so many animated films we go back to snow white or secret and nim yeah is in every single frame you can see that someone's poured love and affection into that drawing that they did and that painting that was done on top of it and and all of this and and with this kind of film i don't feel any of that yeah um, and I know that's such a subjective thing because I can't tell you why. Yeah, it took them three years, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it just... Also, right, so this is another interesting thing. 2006, right, the year of the squirrel. So Billy Connolly was a squirrel in this. Yep. There was a squirrel in the wild. Yeah, that was... <laughs> and there was a squirrel in Over the Hedge. Yes. And they all came out within months of each other. <laughs> interesting. I did. What's going on with squirrels? Yeah, they were obviously in... <laughs> yeah. I um I did think of Over the Hedge a few times in this film. Yeah, They're quite similar aesthetics and colours. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And they and they came out around the same time. And it also made me that that made me then want to have a look at what other films came out in two thousand and six. Yeah, and I found this really interesting because 
that this this breed of animated film that I dislike, I think was born around the mid two thousands, mid mid to late noughties. Okay, essentially two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. That that kind of time was when this this breed of film was was first born. Right. Um, I think we see it in two thousand five um, when Disney uh, stopped doing their lovely hand-drawn animation and did Chicken Little, which was an absolute monstrosity. Um, <laughs> and then a couple of years later did Meet the Robinsons, which was possibly even worse. Right. Um, but in 2006, you had things like uh, The Wild, Monster House, Over the Hedge, Barnyard, The Reef. Like, these are all not very good yeah, animated films. that's interesting. Um, I think probably the best animated film... But I mean, even I mean, Cars was was fine. That's Pixar. Pixar do their own thing. They're they're, they're kind of out out yeah. of this. Um, but even dear old Ardman, faithful Ardman, they it they did. moved to CGI in two thousand and six. They did flushed away. So it's like, even though that was a better was, film than, than these yeah. ones, it's it's still like what what happened to the world of animation that year. But you know, that's history. Lots of people follow that's trends, the thing. don't it they? It was obviously and then, and then... squirrels weren't the only thing that were in that year. <laughs> it was obviously this style of movie. Cheap, cheap yep. and nasty animations yeah. in that year too. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just having a drink. <laughs> um, the lighting was fine, the yeah. fur texture was fine, the movement was fine, but the character yeah. designs were dreadful. Um, and there was just nothing special or heartfelt about the characters and, and the animations. So for animation for me, I'm going to stick to what I've been doing so far and give okay. it a number four. Um... Yeah, I think I'll give it a five. Yeah, I felt okay. like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You don't Thanks. have to explain yourself. You can give Thank it a you. five if you like. Um, what do we think of the soundtrack then? Did you have, I have done any research bit. on that? Um, okay. So we have a guy called Paul Westberg who did the songs in it. Um, so there was. There that were, songs, yeah, but they were kind of like <laughs> <laughs> they were like background songs, um, all sang okay, by yeah. him. I noticed a song um, at the very start when they were driving into town okay. that I quite liked. I imagine Was so. Uh, they were I all guess. by the same guy, yeah. so it's very Randy Newman does Toy Story, but maybe not quite as good. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> that sort of vibe, I guess, of this guy doing all the songs himself, kind of thing. Um, and then the yeah. score, so the background music, I'm going to butcher this name, and I'm so sorry, um, was a guy called Ramin Diwaji. Ooh, Diwadi. I don't, I'm so sorry. Um, D-J-A-W-A-D-I. Diwadi. I think that D DJ is like... Jawadi. Yeah. Ramin Jawadi yeah. is what we're going to say. I'm so sorry if Maybe. it's wrong. Yeah. Um, Let's go with but that. <laughs> he did the background music. Um and weirdly enough, the movies that he's previously done that I know are nothing like open season. So I don't know Is he the guy that did Game of Thrones? Mm, quite possibly actually. I didn't look at his television credits, but I think you could be correct. Um I swear that name rings a bell and I'm Have thinking, a look at my Spotify. A... You, you I... carry on talking, I'm gonna have Oh, a look. okay. I was gonna say I'll have a look at Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. He did Game of Thrones. So he did Thrones. That's he did very Pirates different. of the Caribbean 1, Curse of the Black Pearl. He did Batman yeah. Begins. Great soundtrack. So he did Batman Begins and he did Iron Man as well. 
So he was quite often taken Literally over. Literally, what Hansen I was Zimmer. thinking with the Pirates and the Batman <laughs> sagas, he just handed the crown yeah. over to Hans Zimmer. I don't think he did um, Pirates one on his own because I think Claus Badet okay. helped with that one. But yeah, but, so yeah. it's but, a yeah, lot of superheroes no, actiony kind of films. So the reason they got him on board for yeah, overseas is a s- sort of solid pedigree yeah, of films as well, um, isn't it? Like Pirates Caribbean, Batman Begins, and Iron Man are the start of three really good franchises um yeah and yeah, then he true. did open season <laughs> well you never know it might be the start of a really good franchise that's so true but i don't yet. know if i want to um, um I, I i i did i did like the soundtrack there was nothing there was nothing um bad no. about it it just wasn't no. particularly memorable, but I think the same. It was the same for like ants and yeah. and others as well. So I don't no, think it was particularly terrible. The music terrible. fit just... the scenes. Um, I never. Yeah. There was never a point where I was like, "Whoa, what is this music? What's going on?" Like that never existed. But nothing stuck out to me. Nothing is in my head. No, I think I'll probably give it. A I'll give it a five. Okay, because I think I gave ants something That's similar. Fair. So. Let's talk about legacy. Obviously, this film's got a huge legacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we said, any other any film in this in this season of discussing Doodles True. has a legacy of some form because they continued making True. movies after them. Um, and this one, again, like Ice Age, spawned True. a number of sequels. Um, however, they weren't theatrical yeah. sequels like the Ice Age ones. They were direct to DVD. Yeah, that was one of the things I gave Ice Age brownie points for. So. Mm. Um, minus points for legacy. I, I know <laughs> the fact that you and me both love animated movies, and it came out in two thousand and six, and we watched it for the first time in twenty twenty. Yeah, how old were we in two thousand and six? We were prime yeah, age I would I would have been in something. year six at school. So like yeah. all the fart jokes, poop jokes, that would have been right up my alley. And I didn't bother until now. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, um, I'm not so sure. When you say like, obviously, I don't want to give too many spoilers as to what's to come in the rest of the podcast and stuff. But the legacy we say is always good for these first ones because they kickstart some stuff. Does Sony have anything mm. really exciting that we can thank Open Season for? That's an excellent question. Let me refer to my because I know they did Into the Spider Verse a couple of years ago, and that was hugely successful. Um, but that that was, that was a recently, long time yeah. after open season. Mm. Um, so, yeah, a couple of open seasons movies. Okay, <laughs> um, Surfs Up movies. Oh yeah, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball movies. Yep. Hotel Transylvania movies. Oh yeah, they're quite popular. Emoji movies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, these aren't the kind of movies I would ever want to watch. No, agreed. Um, I've I've got to be I've got to be honest here, right? So I think I have to. I can't be overly. I can't poo-poo this legacy because obviously all these films that obviously make money because they make a bunch of sequels. Yes. Came off the back of Open Season. Yeah. Um. So I have to give it some something for Legacy. Yes. I personally have never heard of it. So I have to take something else away for Legacy. So I'm going to go slap down the middle and just say five. I think that's fair. 
Yeah. Um, oh, I'm either going to agree with you or do one point less. I can't tell. Come on, make your mind up. Uh, um, okay, I'll say five as well. Five as well. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we've been really harsh on this film, but I do too, and I feel a bit bad for it. So I don't I think it bad. did anything in particularly wrong, no, but it just didn't do anything there were, right. There are people that worked on this movie and probably loved working on this movie, and yeah. there are probably people out there that love this movie. Yeah. But for me personally, it just didn't do what I want an animated movie to do. Same here. So it wasn't very popular on discussing doodles, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Um, already before we've done the maths, I can I I can tell that this is the the lowest rated movie we've done so far. Okay, hit me with some figures. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So for story, you gave it a five. I gave it a four. Okay. For characters, Luke, you gave it a three. <laughs> oh God, Luke! Is that the lowest anything's ever got? I think so. Um, I gave it a four. Okay. For animation, you gave it a five and I gave it a four. Yeah. For sound, you gave it a five, I gave it a six. For sound? Soundtrack, sorry. <laughs> I keep saying that. It's because when I scribble it down on my sheet, I write sound. Sound. Um, <laughs> and for uh, legacy, we both gave it a five. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's it's the bottom of the list uh, at forty six out of a hundred. Okay. okay, so I mean, like, it's still it's still a high up movie. Wow. Well, like, we could have. What's the lowest <laughs> point we could ever give a film? Uh, Between us, ten. Exactly. So forty six, quite high above ten. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, th- I mean to be fair, like if we say like fi- the fifty mark is like middle range for a film, yeah, it's not far off. So you you got to give it some yeah. some credit for that. Four points away um, from an averagely good film. I still don't think it's going to be the bottom. I know you don't, but I'm. I think I think this is our bottom. <laughs> I, yeah, because I think the other one we're going to disagree on. Yeah, because I, I think I just find it quite funny, but maybe <laughs> I am a child. <laughs> Maybe you are. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's not the next one. <laughs> it's not the next one. Um, what is the next one? That's the next one excellent question. is, uh, we'll be going on to the Warner Brothers studios. Uh, yes. And we'll be doing uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I'm actually really excited about this one. I love this movie. Um, I'm not a massive Batman fan. You're not. Um, you're not. I am. That's, that's one of the things me and Mark differ on quite a bit. So our point system um, might be different for once. It might. Um, <laughs> do you know what, actually? We only agreed on this movie once. Really? We only agreed on Legacy. Everything else, we were different. Interesting. It was still quite close, though. It was close, yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, but, but the thing about Batman Mask of the Phantasm is it is a traditionally animated film. Yep. Um, and it's that's that's what I love. So it's what you love. Hopefully, I'm going to look past the fact that it's one of my least favorite superheroes and look at it as an animated film rather than as a superhero film. Yeah, and that's how I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling quite positive about it to be honest. Oh, especially after open crossed. season. I really hope I don't come on the podcast <laughs> next week and you're like, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. I, okay, I'm, like I said, I'm watching it as an animation fan, not a superhero fan. Perfect. I'm yeah. excited for it. I can't wait. 
Yeah, well, you love Batman and you love animation, so it's, true, it's the perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect thing for thing Luke. For you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thanks everyone for joining us this week. Yes, um, thank you so much. Apologies if we were kind of quite negative this week. I feel like it's the first one where we haven't really been like gushing over stuff. Yeah, it's it feels weird, but um, hopefully people will appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Uh, we can't be positive about everything. No. It, you Not are... every animated movie that ever came out was good. No, and we are here to give our total honest opinions of how we feel about a movie. Yeah. So sorry if you disagree, guys. But I Let us know if you care. disagree. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, get... <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't care. And I'm like, let us know. Oh, <laughs> no, I do care. It would be interesting if someone does love this film to tell me why <laughs> but like no judgment okay we all like different things it's fine we do what makes the world go around luke if somebody wants to abuse you about your view on this film uh, where can they find you to do that nowhere nowhere uh, you can find me at lukey reed on twitter instagram and youtube mark Fantastic. what about yourself um, you can find me at actuallymjr on Twitter and at actuallymjr underscore 2.0 on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I did that absolutely fine. Did. No I'm so sorry. I'm, I think I laugh at the memories of previous ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, you want to, if you want to have a discussion about whether or not open season is good, that's where you can catch us. Twitter's probably the best place to do yes, it, to be honest. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. Um, so Batman next week. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. So listen, before we sign out, yes. um, I just want to say a few things. Luke and I have been having a little bit of a discussion. Um, obviously, the world is in a bit of a different uh, position as to how it was when we started this podcast. Yeah. And therefore, we're having to do it via um, online uh, services, which mean it, the sound quality is not as great as it could be if we were both in the same room. Um, but what we did discuss was, um, whilst I've been sort of digging around for, for animated films, I've discovered studios that I've overlooked and I've started putting them forward to Luke going, I think we should look at this studio's <laughs> movies. <That is> the... <laughs> Even though we had a, a set season of 12 yeah. episodes. <laughs> and we, we did originally talk about the idea that we can do a lot of the studios we miss as specials or even get them to replace studios in the future once we've run out of films. Yeah. Like, for example, um, Illumination oh, only has... Yeah. yeah, or Ardman. They only have like eight or ten films. So within a few seasons, we're going to be through all of those. Yeah. Um, However, because of how long quarantine is going to last, we have decided that uh, we are going to do a couple more studios. Yeah. Um, we're going to add them on. So we're going to do an episode 13 and 14. Um, so obviously this is episode, what, nine? Yes. Yeah. Um, so before we get to the end of the season, we are going to do two extra episodes um, and we're going to be doing Hanna-Barbera and Nickelodeon movies. Exciting. So that's just two extra studios we can look yeah. at. As well um, as the so specials, I think, are still sticking around. We're still going to do specials. Um, so um, there should be about 15 in total, I guess. We've got a fantastic uh, two-movie special Ooh. that we want to do. Sorry. What was that? I just got so excited about the two movies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a wasp or something in your room. <laughs> it's just me. We are planning a two-movie special. Um 
once the season is finished. But what we're hoping is that we can watch those two movies together and we're going to make them the first two movies that we watch together once quarantine is done. Yes. So hopefully that, that works out timing-wise quite well. If not, we'll have to watch them separately and do a two-movie two movie, uh, podcast over over the phone like we're doing now. But hopefully that's we'll not the case. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Anyway, uh, thank you for watching and join us next week for Batman. Batman. Bye, have a good time. <laughs>